Important Great Samaritans announcement. This will be the last time we read the email from the previous episode as the intro to the next episode. This was a difficult decision, but at the end of the day, we made it because everyone hated the segment, and it was really confusing. So, I want to take this time now to thank you all for listening to this segment. And if you liked it, thank you, but you are in the minority. And now, for the last time, previously on Great Samaritans. Dear Totino's Pizza Rolls, First off, I really loved how you guys slammed cheese puffs in the 90s. This afternoon, an oven eater, a social roller, and a thrower, the three families came together to create three trophied ideas that can bring you a three-peat of success. Much like Matisse, much like Jordan, we bring you a cornucopia of innovation. Point one. If you want to understand how to be successful, you have to rethink everything. Sometimes it's not a product or a marketing campaign that you need. Sometimes all you need is as simple as four words. Video games all night. It's a vibe. Idea number two. Let me give you something nice. You recently got an Instagram post that got over 20,000 likes, and it was about a blowout pizza roll. Hire artists who are desperate for work with open arms to make little artisan cut holes in the side of pizza rolls that when heated will make the rolls explode and people can enjoy their blown out pizza roll art that will be very capturable on film. People are going to love eating them. People are going to love taking pictures And what do millennials eat with? Their hands and their eyes. What's the number one problem with pizza rolls? People eat them when they're too hot. What do people respond to more than anything? Red exclamation marks. The red exclamation marks notate when the pizza rolls are too hot, and as they cool down, they disappear right as the pizza rolls are the right temperature. Sincerely, For the last time, the Great Samaritans. Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. My name's Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast because it is our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day, and we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? I'm doing great, Thomas. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, anytime. How's your week been? My week has been a little painful. Um, I got sunburnt. I think I said that on the last record. So now I'm at the phase where everything is just peeling off. So if any of the listeners love skin, I'm, I'm shedding so much skin from my feet and from my hands. And uh, that, other than that, everything's great. I'm stuck, in, I'm stuck here in Washington. I wanted to say one thing before we get into your love life, Thomas, and that is similar to in Miles' episode, 
I was brave enough to admit that I don't think I'm very good at banter, which I think we've improved greatly upon, let me just say. I agree. And let and, and the crowd goes wild. They're like, we love your banter. We love it. <laughs> but I was listening to the last episode and I realized, oh man, I am a rambler. I am such a rambler. So I am going to spend all of my mental energy this episode to direct exactly what I'm trying to say with no bumbling, no fumbling. Okay. So that's my personal challenge for myself. I like that you're giving yourself a challenge. I haven't really noticed the rambling. Wow. You're too kind. That's always great to set a goal for yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, how are you, Thomas? I'm doing pretty well. In regards with my love life, I've decided to relegate that segment back to once a month. What? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's fair. But everything's still going well. Okay. Claudia saw my mom's house while my mom was out of town. So that was fun. Mm -hmm. And the other piece of good news is that she's going to be the guest on the next episode. Wow. And Thomas is putting it in the books. Other than that, I went to the flea market at the airport near my house, the Santa Monica airport. Mm -hmm. And it was daunting and overwhelming. What happened? Just a lot of the same kind of arrays of stuff. Okay. So I'd been watching a lot of Antiques Roadshow. I felt like I was going to go in there and just be able to pick out the gems in 30 minutes, in, out, profit made. Okay. But it was nothing like that. I, I couldn't tell which stuff was worth a lot. <laughs> now, what what do you use to measure that, uh, I guess, metric of value? When you're watching Antiques Roadshow, you feel like you have a pretty good understanding when something is valuable or not valuable on that show? I think I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. good what are at guessing. Metrics? What what does your brain tell you? Like, oh, that's valuable or that's not valuable. The craftsmanship, the intricacy of the item. Yeah. How good I think it looks just from a today's style trends. And then that's 30%. Then 70% is intuition. Just how I'm yeah. feeling about it. Yeah. As soon as you see it, you kind of have a feeling or you can just pass over yep. it if you know there's nothing special. Shoot. But you yeah. were there. You had a little bit of trouble. Maybe I actually, maybe I just didn't see anything good. That's true. Maybe that's the issue. You know, you could you could dive into a sunken ship. That doesn't mean that there's a treasure chest in there. Exactly. John, do you have a song for our guest? Of course I do. Up? All right. <clears throat> this is my song <clears throat> to our guest. Hey, Justin. Hey, it's Aaron. I can't come out tonight. I'm going to see this girl. No. Her name's Candy. She real cute. I gotta go. See ya. I know a girl who's tough but sweet. She's so fine she can't be beat. She's got everything that I desire. Sets my summer sun on fire. Oh, I want candy. I want candy. That was I Want Candy by none other than Aaron Carter. And if you listen real good, you might have heard a little skit before I started singing the song. Excellent. Was that an original skit? Yes, it was into that <laughs> album. Thomas, do you know the album I'm referring to? No. No. <clears throat> no. Might be a generational thing. All right. So on to our guest. You may know him from the improv show Last Call at I.O. We've got the X serious Pez Dispenser Collector. Marino Corellis, welcome to the show. <laughs> What's up? 
Nice. Ex-Serious Pez Collector. I like that title. I saw you reacting to it, Marino, so I thought, oh, yeah. good. At least I'm not the only one here who knows the cultural impact that that CD had on... That Aaron Carter. Uh, yeah, man. What was, his, uh, what was his CD called? Like It was like Aaron Nation or something? It was either Aaron Nation or it was... Was it just Aaron's party? Aaron's house or something Aaron's like that. Aaron's house, yeah. <laughs> Everybody... I want to talk about that. Every artist who wanted to reach a younger audience, I feel like they felt like they needed to put skits into their album. And that hmm. trend has died. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember what the first record I heard that had skits. I think maybe it was like Eminem. I think yeah. he had some skits in some of his. Yeah. I think I was Eminem. Like, Whoa, you could do that? Probably gave it to Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> he stole the idea. Yeah. Wu Tang's got a lot of skits. Yeah. Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. I would love for like a new artist to just release an album with some skits. Skits are dead and they don't need to be. Just Drake does a whole skit about him like breaking up with a girl. Drake is just a comedian now. Drake releases a comedy album with no music, just skits. <laughs> I would love I that. I would love that. Marino, I'm going to assume that the reason you chose Pez is because you were a collector, but is is there anything else? What's your history with Pez? Um, well, in the, I want to say like sixth grade, sixth grade, um, I think I came, to, came over to a friend's house and he was like, yeah, these are my Pez. I collect them. And I was like, awesome i was like that's something i could definitely do that could be my niche and that like you know it was such an easy thing to collect you know there's so many different different and you get candy with it um and so my brother was also very into me collecting it he he likes collecting stuff so he would always buy me uh certain ones so for a good you know couple years i was really into collecting them um i still got i still carry some of them with not wow. with me all the time but uh yeah it was yes. just a thing that i was into and i always bring it up every now and then in my adult years and everyone's like whoa yeah that makes a lot of sense knowing you and for the audience i also just want to illustrate that marino showed us a <laughs> honestly it looked like it was a 24 karat gold almost <laughs> like a bic lighter pez dispenser now that looks like something a collector would be interested in to be honest with you, this is actually they. It's a collector's a fiftieth um, anniversary collector's item. I got wow. it from. I think they sent it to me. the The Pez website they sent it to me, and so it says wow. uh, nineteen two thousand two. Yeah, nineteen fifty two on the other side. So is wow. that fifty years? That is fifty years. Yeah, amazing. And how did they know to send this to you? Um, I think you signed up, or I'm trying to remember. I got a newsletter every every year or every okay. month and they were like our anniversary is coming up um you can buy the limited edition whatever for this amount it wasn't that much but i was like yeah i want a gold pez dispenser you oh yeah me? i was jealous just looking at that shiny thing the the little crow in me got jealous of all that shine <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's really cool by the way just so I want the audience to know this also. Thomas and I are hunched over, leaning as forward as we possibly can for this podcast because for some reason, hearing about Pez and Pez collectors, it's something I definitely went through. Every person has their Pez phase. And we are we are as close to the microphone, as close to the screen as we are because this is an alien 
phenomenon, I guess, that I'm experiencing. What I want to know is how many dispensers you had at your peak. That peak, yeah, nice. Um, I want to go with like, I think I counted one time. I was in sixty. I had about sixty of them. Wow. Yeah, and had them displayed on a shelf. Nice. Yeah, you know you're serious when you have them displayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're somewhere now. I think I got rid of them one day. I was like, well, I'm an adult. I should definitely get rid of these. So I kept a couple. There's this thing that kids, all kids do, and even adults. I mean, look at NFTs. Collecting things is something that is innately human, I believe. So I want to just ask Marino, what uh, drew you to, of all the things to collect, Pez, right? Because you've got, as a kid, you've got trading cards. You've got Pokemon. You've got Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, like all that jazz. Uh, help me out, Thomas. What else can you collect as a kid? And Marino. Pogs? Are Pogs too outdated for you guys? No. Okay, just making sure. Are Pogs the Furby-looking things? They're little discs of cardboard. Mm -hmm. And then you had Slammers, which were the thick metal discs. Holy cow. And it was a game. Oh, man, yeah. This is too old for you guys. (laughs) Thomas is 100. (laughs) I don't remember the point of them, but I do remember them. Yeah, it was a game. I didn't know how to play the game. If you slammed on the pogs, the pile of pogs, mm-hmm. and they flipped, you got those pogs. You, for good? Like, you challenge your friend, you'd keep yeah, them? Yeah, you were now the owner of them. Oh, that's kind of cool. And people would have Dude. these really tall tubes of their pogs. They're like, Thomas, he wiped me out, man. He wiped me out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. It's poker. Pogs. It's poker. <laughs> Don't have my pog face on. It was on. great. You got me. Um, I, I just, I remember specifically my grandmother would get me every once in a while a pez dispenser yep and that's when i was like younger younger so i think there was some sort of connection there they're kind of available everywhere too which is kind of cool and correct me if i'm wrong but um ebay was invented so so that way people could trade pez dispensers with each other Yes, the founder of eBay started it so his girlfriend would have a place to exchange Pez dispensers. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's it was nuts. just has a had a history about it, so it was cool. It was it's an easy thing to start collecting. Sure. Unlike you know, yeah. samurai swords, right? You know, like yeah, yeah. Got to go to Japan. Go to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Or Spencers or something. John, did you collect Pez dispensers? I didn't i think i might have gotten a few in like easter baskets i want to think that might have been my main acquisition uh process for them and i think also marino they were from my grandmother but other than that yeah it felt to me and this is where we differ that putting the pez into the pez dispenser to eat the pez is very cool but it felt like and from an early age i felt like i had a middleman and then pretty soon I just started ripping open the Pez candy and just going to town on those bad boys without abandon. Mm-hmm. What about you, Thomas? I amassed a collection of about 12 okay. that I cherished. And I looked for them long and hard in the past two days, and I couldn't find them. But I did find this one, and it's a Smurf with part of the bottom of his head missing. <laughs> That's a smurf. But I like it. I like the color. That is bone white. It looks like it. <laughs> it's like a ghost. Oh, it's missing a piece. It might be a ghost. I thought it was a smurf. Oh my god. I don't know if that's a smurf, dude. <laughs> What's okay. wrong with it? It's not a smurf. It's like a glob of toothpaste. It with might eyes. be a ghost. 
If only there was like a way that every food was in a dispenser way that you can fit in your pocket. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Like every food. Yeah. Yeah. They should have like a cheeseburger dispenser pass where it's just like and like a cheeseburger comes out or like a I guess that's, <laughs> that's what vending machines are. I mean <laughs> but uh I think it was Andy Milanakis that had like chicken fingers in, or chicken nuggets in his for a while. Oh that's so funny. In his wow. pass on episode yeah, I think he had like a giant one and he would take That's chicken funny. nuggets, full-size chicken nuggets out of it. Yes, it's here! It's here, it's here, it's here! Oh, yes! Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Mmm. Mmm. So, yeah, it sounds like what drew you to Pez was the novelty of the dispenser. Correct. Do you enjoy the candy compared to other candies? Um, yeah, it's been a while, so I'm going to try one right now. Yeah, you know, as far as flavor goes, it actually has a pretty decent flavor to it. Mm -hmm. So I remember I always enjoyed, and everyone has their favorite flavor. Obviously, I think the world's favorite flavor is cherry-flavored Pez, like from... The Stephen King movie, Stand By Me. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, what's the one food you could eat for the rest of your life? And he's like, easy, cherry-flavored Pez. So it's like, I think, yeah, I think that's the the best flavor. Um, There's something about how small it is and Mm -hmm. just how it just crumbles in your mouth Mm -hmm. is what I think is ideal about it. It's not overwhelming. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's not overwhelming, but it does a great job of lingering, too. So you feel like Mm -hmm. even after Mm -hmm. you've swallowed it, you can still remember what it tasted like, and it feels it feels like it's prepping you for another one pretty easily. And it's just just got such an iconic like mm-hmm. Pez tablet yeah. compressed sugar like look to it. Yeah, love the shape, and I agree. I think for just simple sugar candies, Pez is kind of the best flavor for me. Yeah, as to opposed to like dots. Like, yeah, I was thinking like yeah, what competes there, man. Dots woof dots don't taste good and they get so sticky if you had like if you had braces forget about it you got oh i was thinking about like the paper dots you know it's just like a paper with like drips on it yeah oh that's it but you were thinking of the other dots too gummy Hmm. dots yeah as far as like sugar only like rock candy like nothing compares to what pez is yeah rock candy wow mini jawbreakers and I think all of these, the, all the candy that we're thinking of, all invented around the same time. Because the technology is like, all the same. Yeah, the niche was just sugar, compressed sugar candy. Yeah, I feel like that was when Fun Dip really had its day in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. 80s, 90s, I feel like. Yeah. Everybody went crazy for that stuff. And you got to give it to Fun Dip. I mean, what's <laughs> more satisfying than... Wonka? You've got a candy stick and you're... Wonka was yeah. doing some stuff. It was having you, some fun back in the it. 90s. And then you can eat the stick? Come on. Yeah. It almost felt like you were carbon neutral. <laughs> you know, except for the wrapper. <laughs> yeah. They did a good job of, of allowing you to eat every single aspect exactly. of the candy. Mm-hmm. To go over a brief history of Pez. Pez was first marketed as a compressed peppermint in Vienna, Austria, in 1927 by Edward Haas III. He died in Vienna, Austria in 1989. The name Pez is an abbreviation for 
Pfeffermins, <laughs> German for peppermint. The first Pez mint dispensers, known as regulars, were similar in shape to a cigarette lighter, which is like the gold collector's item that Marino has, and dispensed an adult breath mint marketed as an alternative to tobacco. Wow. Man, they were trying to... That's probably why it's not that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're like, mm-hmm. we don't want to quit smoking. Give it to kids. Fill it with candy. Or big kids tobacco heard what their intention was. Yeah. And big tobacco came and made sure that didn't happen. Could you imagine Dang. living in a world where tobacco was losing shares to Pez? I don't know. I like Pez more than I like tobacco. Yeah, I'll say I love a candy that starts off by challenging big tobacco. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if gummy worms started off by like getting rid of like <laughs> the alcohol industry, like <laughs> it could have hey, it could happen. One could say that sugar is the new tobacco. Man, yeah. Might kill more people than tobacco these days. Just as addictive. Interesting. Just as addictive. Yep. Maybe there was some deal that uh, Big Sugar made with Big Tobacco. Big Sugar. Hands were shaken behind closed doors, and Pez Candy was born. Big Sugar sounds like the name of a mafia boss. Like, you see Big Sugar? Yeah, He's looking yeah. for you. Like, yeah, I'm looking for I you. I like that. Something Tony Soprano said, look for Big Sugar. Can I be Big Sugar? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Name's Big Sugar. Yeah, Tom Big Sugar Stern. <laughs> The guy who doesn't eat any sugar is big sugar. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so interesting. It's like, I wish, like, maybe, I don't know, like, Fun Dip started off by being like, for everyone we donate to uh, victims of gun violence, and they just go after big, big ammo. Big ammo's my name. I think more brands yeah. shit off like that. Big ammo. Big ammo. It, but <laughs> I feel like no candy is born out of a desire to replace something you see you see what i'm kind of saying like most candy's just mm-hmm. there for you to enjoy and eat and have a good time just like what's what's gonna fill my jack-o'-lantern on halloween but the fact that pez was made to combat tobacco i think is very commendable and i was very surprised to hear that the inventor died in 1989 like that's kind of kind of recent i thought he would have died in like 1840 he had a 60 two-year life so mm. solid mm. for that well, era not bad. so in 1955 curtis alina implemented the design feature of putting heads on dispensers for pez candy alina died at 87 in december 2009 wow yeah that was on the newsletter i remember that day <laughs> oh man oh wow really <laughs> i think so wow I think I, yeah because 2009 that was well no, because I would have been out of high school. I don't think I would have been collecting them still. But I think I still got the newsletter. And I was like, what? <laughs> Big Pez is dead. Did they ask you to open the Pez heads at half mass to <laughs> show respect? Yeah. 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 Is he buried with a Pez? I wish he is. Oh, I bet it's in his pocket somewhere. It has to be. Yeah. Can you imagine his like will is like, slice my neck. <laughs> and stuff candy into it. <laughs> and stuff candy into it. Honestly, pet. Listen, Pez should make a horror movie. They should make a movie. Okay. We have an emoji movie. Mm-hmm. Imagine a Pez movie, or like a horror movie, and the killers just cutting people's throats and putting candy out of it. It's a great serial killer's calling card. Right. That's a great calling card. Like I got Pezzed. It's like I got Pezzed. Like, 
All right, so Santa Claus, Popeye, Mickey Mouse, and Donald Duck were among the first character dispensers. Cool, the classic. Yeah, the Pez collecting hobby grew to the point where several conventions are held annually around the world. The oldest convention is Pez-a-mania, which has been held in Ohio since 1991. In 2011, Pez released a soft candy with a new dispenser that shoots the candy pellets. Huh? Yeah, Pez gun. Oh my god. You ever god. seen those? I've never held one, but I looked at one the other day and I was like, when is my paycheck coming yeah. in? Can you imagine just being at a party and just being like, who wants Pez? And just shoot a Pez across the room. But also- I saw a commercial. Here's the thing. They come out pretty fast. Yeah. And our hero of our horror movie could have the Pez gun mm -hmm. and just- mm -hmm. <laughs> Yep. And lastly, there's a 4,000 square foot visitor center in Connecticut where you can see the largest collection of Pez memorabilia in the world. Whoa. Reno, have you been there? Do you know about it? I have not been, no. <laughs> uh, but if I'm ever in Connecticut, yeah, I'll be like, you guys want to go get drunk and see some Pez? Like, <laughs> It's interesting that all of these cons and museums are in America, yet it's an Austrian-founded company. Is Austria not proud of Pez? Well, or did they just not embrace it the way that Americans did? Maybe only American kids get into the Pez dispensers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Pez for thought. Yeah, Pez for thought. All right, so we're going to get into the their business performance. I have a little bit of info here. In 2009, their annual growth at Walmart topped 30%. Target posted a 20% gain and Rite Aid 29%. Rite Aid? Yeah. And Walgreens, which came off a 40% surge in 2008, delivered another 5% gain in 2009. Hmm. Since that was the latest info I could find, we're going to have to assume that that's, that trend has continued. Oh, 09 was when the guy died, though, right? Yeah, it's true. Or maybe it happened before he died. Maybe his last breath was like, Bye, Pez! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was his rosebud was just like best. <laughs> Maybe, we don't know. That is interesting that there's there's definitely a correlation there. So on their social media, they mostly just promote their products and show collectors in front of their collections. Mm. On Instagram, they have 30,000 followers and their posts get around 500 likes. Pretty good. Solid, but there's room for improvement oh, for sure. Mhm. Mm do we feel like there are any segments that they're missing? They're definitely still popular with kids. They could reach out to more adults, I think. Adults who you grew know, up in that time well, of Pez mania. From what I'm looking at, they have characters that are kids' characters. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think um, don't I? I think I saw the other day that what are they called? those figurines funko pop funko pop i was thinking they, the same thing marino they now have funko pop pez dispensers and i think i bought one the other day just because i wanted the candy and this is a voldemort whoa funko pop pez that's so cool that's it but i think they should go with more of a funko pop style which is like they should have pez dispensers with like adult characters on it mm -hmm. like can you imagine yeah. like a jason Voorhees one like i would get a or like scarface or holden caulfield or something like that i don't know like more yeah adult. well funko pop they'll make a figurine of any pop culture figure right right 
So it has to be the people at Pez who are like, no, keep it kid-friendly. So we need to get into the room with Pez and be like, listen, these kids that you're marketing to are dead. We need to start creating Funko Pops of the names listed above. You know, Pop culture, yeah. Pop like culture. The, and then I you'll be able be cool. to sell the fun you know you'll sell the funko pop pez dispensers remember how cool it was when you go to the pokemon movie and they give you limited edition cards you know Mm -hmm. it's like that's why you go see the movie you know you you see the next jason Voorhees movie you get a jason Voorhees limited edition funko pop pez dispenser and you have candy to eat and you have candy kill somebody watching the movie oh my movies what do you think about this big sugar we get these funko pops we, we get them in movie theaters. It's a great idea. <laughs> it's a great idea. It's just how do we get a cut of this, you know? <laughs> Thomas keeps doing this Maybe, endearing uh... thing where he keeps fixing <laughs> his sleeves. Forget about it. Forget about these sleeves. I take it easy. Maybe if we put some product in the candy, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's something I want to talk about. Pez looks a lot like medicine. So what if you have medically distributed Pez dispensers that have, like, Monday pill, Tuesday pill, Wednesday pill, Thursday pill? (laughs) Pop it. Yeah. Just like Gushers. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. It's also scary because kids will be like, ooh, Monday candy? And just all of a sudden, yeah. That's true. That's so true. That's Viagra Pez, and now he's losing it. So the, the dispenser needs to clearly be demarcated. Like, a kid needs to clearly not want to open it. It needs to look like the the lighter one, the cigarette deterrent one. There you go. Yes, it should look like a lighter. Yeah. Yeah, because kids are never going to be interested. There is one other issue that I want to bring to the group, to the attention of the family, and it is the, it's the Pez dispenser. I feel like Pez is enjoyable because you have a Pez dispenser to eat it from, but Pez dispensers now are getting harder and harder to find. So I think we need to... It's good that Funko Pop is reintroducing that, but is there something that we use kind of every day that could also be allocated as a Pez dispenser? You know, I'm thinking, like, wallets with a Pez section. I'm thinking, like, your iPhone. Like, you could get Mm. cases that have a side for Pez dispensers because you're only limited by the dispenser, you know? If you... That's that's kind of what I, where I where I went. So you're saying you want like a sleeve in like a collar that you can fit the candy in, or you want to fit a dispenser Ooh, in it? That's a great yeah. Go ahead, Tom. I like that because you're always gonna you need clothing. You gotta wear clothing every day. So and then you, all you have to do is kind of do like a wrist yes. motion. And yeah, the candy an Assassin's Creed style. Uh-huh. Pop the wrist, and instead of a knife coming out, you get your little pez. Get your Pez or your pill that you need for the day. Or your pill that you need yep. for the day. Or Really quick, back to the pill. Um, <laughs> I think Pez has to collaborate with the pharmaceutical companies to make them taste like Pez. And they have to obviously fit in the Pez dispensers. Mm-hmm. So just want to get that out there. Mm-hmm. We have the technology. Vitamins exist. Yeah. You know, tablet vitamins exist that are chewable. At the very least, I need a... Tylenol and let's throw let's throw Benadryl in there as well. Mm-hmm. We could save a lot of headaches with Pez. Yeah, and allergies. And allergies. And then back to the clothing. I also think it'd be cool to have a Spider-Man button 
and then it shoots out like his web. Pez. So you could share it with friends that way. Like the Pez gun, like. So this is a high yeah. velocity Pez dispenser. Yes. Hmm. It's similar to the t-shirt cannon idea that we had for combos where you could have, you could reintroduce Pez into the mainstream by going to basketball games, going to NASCAR events. Maybe we'll just keep it to basketball because we've got NASCAR covered with combos. So at basketball games, you have a combination t-shirts, which is perfect. The t-shirts or the t-shirt cannon shoots out long sleeve shirts with, yes. with the Pez section in the sleeve. The Pez sleeve. Yeah. And then maybe you could also just have a t-shirt cannon that shoots Pez out of its high velocity cannon. Definitely. Maybe. We might lose some people in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that would be interesting. I don't want to gloss over the food thing because this is a way Pez can really expand and that's with large pez dispensers that are for burgers for bananas it would be interesting if there was a liquid based one liquid pez okay okay you know yeah. you have this much of whatever liquid you need for example it could be like water mm -hmm. or uh maybe like a nice uh like a listerine so you could just do like a and uh like you know like kill <laughs> so, and so is this a high velocity stream that shoots into your mouth i think it's more bottle action of, or you just i have think to it's lift it? more bottle action the way how you take okay, the pez out of your fine. mouth it's kind of just like mm -hmm. i guess it's i think we never mind i think it just invented a flask so never mind <laughs> <laughs> but the pez water is new that does not exist yeah sugar water sure pez water no. Hmm. You could be a make-your-own Pez. Like, you have to compress it yourself into the sugar thing. Now, here we're talking, because we only have, what, maybe six, seven flavors of Pez that we're working with? In today's day and age? Are you kidding me? I need flavors. I need blue raspberries. I need mm -hmm. green apples. I need bananas. I need guava. I want shapes. Yes. Yeah. It's too classic. That's what I'm saying. They need to update the... They need an update. Yeah, they're still living in 2009. So are we saying it's a kit where you can make your own flavor and then compress it into the pellet? Yeah, I like that. Well, they do have like the, you know, the Pez that's like kind of rainbowed. It's every flavor. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sometimes. Great it's for not Pride a, Month. It's not, an, it's not an even amount of flavors that you want. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like they have a combined flavored Pez. Where it's kind of like a half and half Pez. One of half is strawberry, one half is... It's like multicolored. It's like split down mm. the middle. And this might be our most ambitious idea. And Thomas, feel free to edit this part out. But malls are doing so poorly. Shops are closing down left and right. Small businesses couldn't stay afloat during the pandemic. We've got brick and mortars available for lease. So what we could do is we could make like a Build-A-Bear workshop, essentially, for make-your-own-Pez. And we'd be able oh, to introduce... Man flavor sugar water you compress it yourself you can also make your own dispenser choose you your, your own dispenser yeah choose the body choose what color yeah. feet you want it could be a collaboration with apple hey. you, you know you got your oh, emoji profile and then it automatically makes a 3d version of your profile oh. emoji and maybe we're there to pick up 25% of the profit. Hey, I just made my own. It's got my own face on it. <laughs> I would love to eat candy out of my own 
Pez face. That'd be oh, awesome. That'd be sick. Pez that looks like your own yeah. face. You can do that in a 3D printer, no problem. Right. Okay, I think we're ready to write this yes, email. Yes, yes, yes. So how do we speak Pez's language? Unfortunately. You're an old Austrian. Austrian. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think you should talk to him like your big sugar. We've been doing it all episode. Yeah, yes. like do it like a big okay. sugar, kind of mm. like go in there tough. Yeah. Like I'm here to Pez. fucking collect. Yes. I'm here to collect. <laughs> Pez. Pez for thought. I couldn't find any statistics on your sales since 2009. Is that because you're not sharing them? Is, is that what's going on here? Yes. I'm going to have to assume yes, because I want my money. Muscle well, it. Why do you hide these things from me? Why do you keep these secrets from me? I'm your bud. This is Big Ammo. He's upset. You don't want to make Big Ammo upset. No, I might go off. He might explode. Okay, here are the things you can do to calm me down. Step number one. You ever heard of Jason Voorhees? Yeah, make Funko yeah. Pop Jason Voorhees available at movie theaters to promote his new movie. And then after the movie, you go next door to the wall. The Pez heads. Build a Pez dispensary. You build your you Pez. You can make your own flavor. Boom, boom, beam is easy as one, two, Pez. Boom, beam. And you know... You can't have too many Pez because, you know, people people got diabetes to worry about. So we got to give them some medicine. You know what I'm talking about. We don't want them sleeping with the Pezes. Exactly. That brings us to idea three. You make medicine in the Pez. It looks like a pill. Why isn't it a pill? Your grandpa will thank yes. And I don't know. You could put... Maybe put some hamburgers in there. That's a bonus idea, okay? You go to the mall... After you picked up your medicine, after you picked up your personal dispenser, you get a fries, a uh, Coke, and the burger. It comes to you in a Pez. You just, and you drink it, and you're, you're all set for the day. Hmm. We're not asking for much. Just for very, all of that. All of it. Just for very all of just that. Just those four things. Four things. Because we want our money. Listen, we even got Scorsese to talk about a movie picture. About us. Yeah, I forgot. The Pez brothers. The big Pez family. Yeah. We've got loads more ideas, but as you can see, you need to talk to us. Sincerely, <laughs> the Pez bros. Salute. Nailed it. Salute. Can't wait for my check to come in. <laughs> Marino, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, us. that was a lot of fun. Yes. Do you have anything you'd like to plug or any social media handles um not currently um i'm on a, i was on a guest on a different uh podcast my friends they're called two fucking idiots there's that but yeah uh follow the last call on instagram we might be posting some sketches and stuff like that soon um yeah you know look me up awesome <laughs> last call improv on instagram that's gonna do it thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week no problem man thank you bye bye that was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you 
for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.